Hello, welcome to Cyprus Beat, your daily news briefing brought to you by the Cyprus Mail News Team. I'm Paul Lambus with the latest news from the island. Hoteliers hope to meet their revised targets for 2022 but are bracing for a difficult 2023 as the cost of living crisis eats into the purchasing power of potential visitors and a labour shortage takes its toll, Cyprus Hotel Association Director Philoki Brozrusonidis has said. Prior to Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Cyprus was anticipating a tourism boom and some insiders projecting figures close to the record of 3.976 million arrivals of 2019. Despite the loss of Russian and Ukrainian visitors, who in a good year totaled some 800,000, it has managed to cover considerable ground, with projected arrivals estimated at some 75% of 2019. Rusonidi said that hotel occupancies in August stood at some 80%, primarily in the government-controlled parts of Famagusta and in Bafos, and secondarily in Larnaca and Limassol. The overwhelming majority of tourists are from abroad, but there is considerable movement among locals as well, he added. Wading into the health insurance organization HIO dispute, the audit office said on Thursday that, in its opinion, HIO chairman Thoma Antonio does have a conflict of interest because his wife provides services for the general health scheme, Yesi. In its announcement, the office attached a letter on the matter that it had sent to the health ministry on Wednesday, further recommending that it be referred to the Council of Ministers. This was retweeted by Auditor General Odysseus Michailidis. The letter has also been sent to the committee that examines potential conflict of interest among public officials. This is just the latest twist in a long-running row on the composition of the HIO board, which oversees ESC and where the members have a conflict of interest. The HIO board has denied this is the case, but on Tuesday the Committee on Potential Conflict of Interest said it was looking into the matter. The Finance Ministry on Thursday said it may tax RES producers found to have earned windfall profits as a result of the high tariffs paid to them. In a statement, the Ministry said that it was currently studying the findings of a working group set up for this very purpose, to establish whether businesses engaging in electricity production from renewables generated windfall profits due to the particularly high energy prices. The Ministry said it has identified certain companies who may have unexpectedly high revenues due to the increased price of energy from renewables. From a further economic analysis of the data, the working group will devise a methodology for possible taxation or imposition of a levy on windfall profits. The working group comprises technocrats from the Finance and Energy Ministries and the Cyprus Energy Regulatory Authority. The European Commission has been promoting the idea of creating a bi-communal solar power plant that would contribute to meeting the energy needs of both Cypriot communities, European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen said in an interview with the Cyprus News Agency. The Commission has prepared the ground for the development of a pre-feasibility study, she added. Commenting on potential confidence-building measures between the two communities in Cyprus, she said that there could be an agreement regarding the distribution of electricity generated from natural gas, using the FSRU terminal under construction on the island, which could launch a broader discussion about energy management in Cyprus. Von der Leyen also underlined that the Commission expects Turkey to abstain from unilateral actions against EU member states and stressed that renewed unilateral actions or provocations in breach of international law would have political and economic consequences for the country. 
An excavator sent to the Mitsero area to delineate a planned asphalt factory left early on Thursday morning, ending a three-day standoff at the site and clearing the way for demonstrators to suspend their protests. The decision to halt the works came on Wednesday after the leaders of the 12 communities in the area received verbal reassurances from the President's office that the excavation works will not go forward for the time being. A meeting between the community leaders and President Nikos Anastasiadis has been scheduled for August 25th. Until then, no works at the site will be carried out. Protesters who have vowed to stay on site until the excavator leaves have disbanded their makeshift camp and dispersed. And finally, Prisons Director Ana Aristotelus was called into police headquarters on Thursday morning to submit statements in the recent case centered on charges of leaking classified information. She told reporters that she was being persecuted because she reported on corruption, but she said she has no regrets and will continue to fight the system. She was called in to submit a statement after it was revealed on Monday that the police opened an investigation into her and her assistant for leaking classified information. Aristotelus and the unit's senior officer, Athena Dimitriou, are now facing criminal investigations for leaking classified information which concerned the Justice Ministry. The document in question detailed that the ministry would seek to monitor and not block phone use from the prisons. The police investigation into the two women now raises the total prisons investigations to three, the two others having been directed by the Attorney General. That's all for today. For the latest news, commentary and analysis, please visit www.cypress-mail.com.